Something. I'm sorry, but like a 40-year-old man carrying a 13-year-old down the stairs is really <laughs> weird. Yeah, she's probably still breastfeeding. <laughs> From a dad. <laughs> From a dad. <laughs> Suck Lando's titties dead. <laughs> and with that, the lights plunged into darkness. Oh my God. The glow of statue Coca-Cola Santa cast a dreadful glow. And all we could hear were the sounds of Patricia heaving. Oh! <laughs> Shut up, Patricia, you daft bitch! <laughs> it was like he started humming Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming! Santa Claus is coming! <laughs> He's come! Yeah, it's a sexy. This is making me want to buy product. Yeah. I can't, I can't think about Christmas adverts without thinking about your Debenhams advert. Thank you. And your lingerie. Yeah. (laughs) This is a bit um, bad X Factor entrance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is, this, that's exactly what it is. It's X Factor album, Christmas album. Yes. Well, well, we tried. All we want for Christmas is yeah, oh, <laughs> our hands in the wild. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, Merry Christmas. It's, uh, this is a part two of our Christmas special, um, which is it's probably 2024 when you listen oh to this. Oh, my God. Time is going. Christ. I'm, gonna about to, I'm about to be turned 34. Oh, my God. Oh, Same. Um, so what a year. What a year it's been. What a fucking year. I mean, we're not there yet because we are recording this before Christmas. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Merry what's, Christmas. What's, 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 have you got <laughs> any New Year's resolutions? I don't really do them. Do you? <laughs> no, I fail every single one of them. Um, just to go out and have a nice time. Oh, I want a pool. Oh, yeah, you do want a, <laughs> do pool. Want a pool. I don't think that's going to happen for me for a while. I just think setting resolutions is a... You're setting yourself up to setting fail. Setting yourself up for failure. Don't Absolutely. you think? Absolutely. Don't start the gym today. It's going to be too busy. Don't do that. Take my advice. Yeah. It's too going to be too busy in January. Wait till February and everyone's bored of it. Go yeah, back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, <coughs> our creepy little ballsack Santa is still Bull there. Sack. That is horrific. People are probably um, done with Christmas by now. Yeah. But no, but we're taking you right yeah, back. Yeah, we've still got Christmas uh, <laughs> themed stories. <laughs> Susie. Well, I... Uh, Should I you... do the tarot? Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, no, I forgot about it. Sorry, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, so I, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Okay, We're so still please... raging. We're in the same situation. Okay. <laughs> Pick a tarot. What's going to happen this episode? I want to feel like a little electric. Yeah. Oh, got got one. Okay. Got one. Got one. What is it? What's happening? 
Oh, we had it. We've got the chariot. I don't think we've had oh this. Oh my god, what a lovely looking car! I don't think we've had this, have we? That is very majestic, isn't that's, it? That is. That's you in a fucking a couple of black jack, um things. Oh, the chariot. Thanks. Oh my god. Looks word. like we're large and in charge here. Um, <laughs> yeah. If this is your car for the new year, oh, for the pod, this is fucking good. Oh, great. The chariot, with its triumphant occupant, indicates forward Occupants. motion, success, and willpower. Although the sphinxes are opposite that, colours. No, that's really weird, because we've just talked about how failing New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Because we have both lack willpower. Oh, my God. So this is going to turn it all around. Yeah. Although the sphinxes are of opposite colour and pulling in opposite directions, the chariot still moves forward through the willpower of the driver. <gasps> the rider wasn't given any of his possessions. He earned them through dedication and personal achievement. My pool! Yeah! I'm going to get that goddamn well, it's, it's pool. It's going to be, oh my it's word. Working, okay, let's just whack it in. Whack it in the there. Of the beak of the oil. That's um, it, oil. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, Susie Poozie. <laughs> do you yeah, have a story? I do. Um, so actually, I kind of meant to tell this on the previous um, episode yes. because it's a Christmas story. Yeah, great. But um, you're just going to have to get back into the Christmas spirit, guys. Get back in. Why not? You're not doing anything. It's January. Everyone stays inside. Yeah, we're all going to be talking about Christmas to our friends anyway. So are you ready for my Christmas story? I'm so ready. Okay. <clears throat> This is called the Christmas Cracker. Oh, oh. oh okay. <laughs> Every Christmas, me and my husband switch it up which in-laws we see. <laughs> As you just nearly disappear I onto the table. Out onto the floor. <laughs> um, okay. Every Christmas, me and my husband switch up which in-laws we see. And this year, we were seeing his. I... <laughs> he said that with the exact... Own that anybody would. this year we're seeing his. We're seeing his. Would you? I I wouldn't do this. I would go back to mine. Oh really? And I'd be like, you go. No, to yours. but you know, you're married. You've got to take your turns. No, I'd be like, oh, you go there. I'll go there. Yeah. See you next year. Well, sometimes you've got to make a compromise. You know, even if you fucking hate it. Um, I always dread spending a long amount of time with them. In particular, his mother. Mm. On the surface, she's supremely sweet, but her eyes flash with menace and sparkle with delight if she sees me uncomfortable. Mm. To put it plainly, she's a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> right. Buying gifts is a nightmare because she's sniffy about her tastes in books, art, wine, etc. Mm. So usually I'll just get Fred to take the lead. Your mother, your problem, I usually say. His father, Rupert, far more docile, usually found frowning over Sudoku, sherry in his hand, not taking much interest in what's happening around him. We arrived on Christmas Eve and I'd already had an M&S gin and tonic can in the car. Nice to take the edge off the inevitable questioning when I got there. Have you found a more stable job? Are you both thinking of starting a family soon? Jenny's kids have had twins. And so it goes on. Luckily, the tinnies were strong and I felt quite merry and festive. I even started humming jingle bells to myself as we approached. Oh, wow. There's nothing like the train or in a car when you're on your way back mm. for a nice festive time. Even if you're dreading it, at least be like, yeah, get pissed. Have, have a tinny. Have a tinny. Have a tinny. Journey juice. <laughs> Patricia was already waiting at the door. Oh. Darlings, come in. Come in. Darlings. She tinkled. 
We dropped our bags, said our hellos, petted the dogs and had a relatively pleasant dinner. Rupert nodded a vague hello. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. You're dead. Uh, Rupert nodded a vague hello. The decorations were always understated at their house, but this year I spotted the life-size light-up Santa statue in the corner of the room. Life-size? Life-size. Statue? I tilted my head to look at the garish thing. It's very unlike the Huttons to have what looked like a, a Coca-Cola Santa in their living room. He gleamed with hundreds of little LED lights and cast a red glow oh, across the floor. So tacky. Yeah. Patricia noticed me staring. Hair <laughs> <laughs> covered in tinsel. Yeah, I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, I imagine it's a life-size ball bag like that. Yeah, it's like that. It's, um, it's a big old ball bag right there. Um, Patricia noticed me staring. Oh, I know. He's outrageous, isn't he? Rupert found him in our local charity shop and we just thought, oh, sod it. Let's have a little fun this year. <laughs> Patricia is a wank stain. Um, Santa's smile beamed out at us all and he seemed to agree. Rupert chuckled to himself. I've, I've always liked a bit of merriness. He started humming Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming. Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> He's come. Love nothing more than a jizz joke. <laughs> um, it was after the flan that Patricia made her announcement. What is a flan? Is it? I am. I always imagine it to be like a big um, caramel thing. You know, like those creme caramels. I yeah, you mean a bit like um, creamy, creamy jelly. I think ming. it's a bit. Yeah, yeah, minging. Yeah, yeah, like almost like um, uh, what do you fucking call it? That that's <laughs> that um. Blamange. Yeah, no, what's that thing? <laughs> yeah, <there>? no. <laughs> Brian, what's a flan? flan? Yeah. Do you know what a flan is, Brian? It's a sponge-based... Uh, sponge oh, is it sponge? Oh, oh, fine. Every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. So nothing like a creme caramel. I'm thinking of that... Stra- what's that strawberry trifle? Oh, a trifle. <laughs> <laughs> a trifle. What's that strawberry tri- trifle? <laughs> it's a trifle. Anyway. Right, um, it was after the flan that Patricia made her announcement. Oh. This year, let's write our own Christmas carrots. <laughs> carrots. <laughs> Patricia's pick. <laughs> Patricia, I knew. <laughs> Sorry. This year, let's write our own Christmas. You're practice. acting like that time that I got I overdosed on cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, Remember yeah. Started that's talking how I feel. about orgies. Yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, let's write our own Christmas crackers. She enthused. Sorry, Fred said. Don't ask. To, don't ask us to write jokes. I don't know any. I rolled my eyes. Classic risk-averse, Fred. No, no, darling. A friend of mine suggested it at tennis. She said it was tremendous fun. <laughs> we each write a secret about ourselves, pop it in the DIY no. crackers I've got, and we switch them all up, and then we read them out. No, that sounds horrible. And it can be other things, no, silly as you like. No, thank you, Patricia. No, thank you, I'd Patricia. I'd like to go home now, Patricia. <laughs> I stole a look at Fred's dad, Rupert. He seemed to loathe Patricia as much as I did. Mm. Oh, for God's sake, darling, what's wrong with the little crackers you have in the attic? Little? Oh, but Patricia's raging that he's outed her for mm-hmm. that. No, no, no. It'll be super. <laughs> Everyone take a blank slip. No. Have a think. Write it down. Disguise your writing, if you can, and pop it in the glass tumbler. We can guess who wrote what. We all knocked back the rest of our red wine side and scribbled. My secret came out faster than I expected. If it's fun and secrets Patricia wanted, well, Christmas was looking up. The next day, after a long walk... Hang th- on, we don't know what the secrets were. It's for the Christmas Day... 
I'm sorry. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. They're marinating in the crackers. I love. I love it. The next day, after a long walk, the turkey was roasting. The smells filled the house, and I was looking forward to dinner. I, uh, I absolutely hate those that like to go for a walk on Christmas Day. Are you, Patricia's definitely the type to drag you out on Christmas Day? No. Oh, good. Because we never do it. It's going to offend you. It's why, why, why. It's something to do, I think. Because yeah. people are like, oh, so we're going to get exercising before we like, yeah, just fucking sit in your sofa and eat like everyone yeah, else. Yeah, and drink. Um, anyway, um, I helped Patricia with the bread sauce and made small talk about her Reformer Pilates membership was going and their upcoming trip to Cape Verde. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the time came. <coughs> Me, Fred, Patricia and Rupert gathered round the table. Just the four of us. Maybe this wasn't so bad after all. We'd all gotten along fine. No jabs, no nasty remarks. Let's do the crackers then. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia and You us. are too good at this character. Yeah. Very good. I can really see her. Yeah, you? you're very good. Freddie, darling, why don't you go first? Righto, Fred muttered. His hat was a little askew. He looked very handsome. I felt a bit giddy. Oh. Fred offered me a cracker. I snapped it in two with him and a little folded white slip fluttered out. I scooped it up and peeled it open. My face dropped. I'm cheating on you. I muttered. Oh my God. I hope this is Rupert's secret. The four of us looked at one another, dumbfounded. I felt winded. Fred's dad, in his 80s now, shook his head and started chuckling. Fred was glaring at his mother. Oh, for Christ's sake, what a silly game. Patty, if you wrote that, it better not be that Pilates chat. That would be a terrible cliche. (laughs) Who wrote that? I asked. Not me. I didn't. Well, don't be absurd. Of course I didn't. The four of us looked at each other. Well, someone did. It's a bit of a weird joke. I said this whilst looking at Patricia. It dawned on me. She clearly wrote it to sew a bit of tension. Ah, what a bitch. Made me feel paranoid. It just I just wasn't good enough for her son. This is classic Patty. Play some mind games. It was Patricia all over. It was ridiculous. It even looked like her handwriting. I grabbed the next cracker. Right, let's see what else we've got. Snap. Fred grabbed at the white slip inside. He didn't say anything. He just stared. I grabbed it off him. You're going to die tonight. I said to the table. Really fucking funny. Language, Louise! (laughs) It's Lou. And can I just say, this is a shit game, Patricia. Let's call it a night, shall we? Yeah, Patricia, you cunt. Excuse me, I didn't write any of that. Let's go out at night. It's not like lunch. Yeah, she's like, let's, <laughs> let's go to bed. Let's leave. Excuse me, I didn't write any of that. How morbid! I wouldn't do that. Fred stared at his hands. Right, let's carry on. I want to know what the other two say. He grabbed the remaining crackers. He tore them apart and opened the white slips inside. You'd better not run, he whispered. Opened the second slip. You'd better not hide. We all stared at each other in silence. And then it's a good job he did them in that order, isn't it? <laughs> out, <laughs> out of nowhere, Alexa started playing a song. <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> Fred, what's going on? Fred, what's happening? <laughs> Patricia? <laughs> I wish I could have two things up at once yeah that'll be good the music's gonna stop 
This is playing. Imagine this Do is playing. Do you want me to hold it there for you so you can read it? No, because I can't have two oh, open at once. Jesus. She'll get an iPhone. You know what? I've been telling you for ages. Oh, this is outright. Anyway, this is playing. That's good. Is that is that the song? Is that the song? You better not. Oh, um, just the creepy you version. Not hide. Is everything all right, Brian? Um, and then out of nowhere, Alexa started playing that song. What the fuck is this? Everyone looked bewildered. And then we heard it. A terrible, low voice. I know if you've been bad or good. Oh. So be good, for goodness sake. Oh. Incoming! What? 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 Is this Sancho having a jizz again? Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> Fred blanched. Our phones lit up. A text from an unknown number. So spooky. We all got it at once. I snatched my phone. It was an attachment, a JPEG. I clicked on it. Fred must have opened his a split second before me. Lou, don't. Too late. Oh, is it Fred getting a blowjob? A grainy image of Fred <gasps> with his arm around a girl with long, dark hair. Embracing uh... in a bar, my stomach dropped. Ping! Another JPEG. What a loser. Rupert glanced at the three of us nervously. His phone must have been charging somewhere. I clicked on it. A grainy image. Oh, no. Of me. <gasps> Wait, hang on, hang on. Wait, let's get the cop out and I need to know what happened. Go on. A grainy image of me with a small vial of poison taken today from the kitchen, pouring it into Patricia's brandy. I gasped. Patricia clutched her throat. She started choking. No! Oh, no! God, I'm thrilled. You! <laughs> Rupert looked at Fred and I. He looked suddenly very calm. I've always said it, haven't I, Freddy? Santa will find out who's naughty and nice. And you're all in luck. Miserable lot of you. Santa's come to town. And with that, the lights plunged into darkness. Oh my God! The glow of statue Coca-Cola Santa cast a dreadful glow. And all we could hear were the sounds of Patricia heaving. <laughs> Shut up, Patricia, you daft bitch! <laughs> Santa started to walk. Oh, fuck. Oh, I forgot about this horrible bastard. <laughs> he grabbed the glass star from the top of the twinkly tree and jerkily limped towards us. It was like a grotesque nightmare. Me and Fred were in shock. I couldn't move. Let's be rid of the lot of them, Rupert said jovially and nodded towards Santa. Patricia fell to the floor as Santa stood towering above Fred and I. He slit Fred's throat Oh first. my God. Then he winked at me. And as the star came slashing down, everything went black. Wow. Very good. Thank you. So let's unpack. Yeah, let's unpack So it. Patricia, yeah. Rupert hates Patricia, so he's... No, hang, no, 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 hang on. So, oh, so what's happened it. is yeah. Lou... Here's poisoned Patricia. She hates the mum, so she's poisoned, she's poisoned her. So that's what her cracker was. So she you're wrote, going I'm gonna, you're going to die tonight. Fred's was, I'm cheating on you, but I don't think he wrote that. I think Rupert wrote that for him. Yes. And that's gone in. Yeah, exactly. So and he's killed You're just right. He's killed I'm like, Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. So then... So then Rupert's uh, so then Rupert's found out that Fred's doing that, so he's like, you need to die. And then he found out that Lou had poisoned Patricia. So he actually still likes Patricia. He's just found out she's dead. No, I think he's seen that um, 
he's seen that Lou wrote, I'm, so, you're going to die tonight. And he's like, I know that Lou hates Patricia, but so, right. do, so do I. Yeah. And right. you know what? I want rid of all fucking I want, of You're all fucking doing my I want to live with next, Santa. Yeah. Well, next Christmas, me and Santa need to be in the Bahamas. Yeah, exactly. With all this behind Exactly. Us. Wow. So, um, so, Great and story. As you, as you heard from the beginning of the story, it was Rupert who found the Santa in the charity shop. Maybe he placed the haunted Santa in so, there. So Santa is haunted. It's not just another bloke inside Santa. Um, in my head, Santa was just possessed and Rupert right. knew it and was like, yeah, come on. Great stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good, isn't it? I was in. I was so yeah. in. There was, a, there was scandal. There was scandal. I loved that. Bloody Fred, dirty mm, bastard. Dirty prick. Dirty bastard. Um, so there's your Merry Christmas story. Um, okay. Adam's just texted me saying, Hola, Senor Cheese here. How was recording going? I don't know what that means. Senor Cheese? Yeah. What? <laughs> Officer Trinket Bum. Officer Trinket Bum. <laughs> That's my nickname for him now. God, love That'll it. That makes him good, feel weird. It's good, isn't it? No. Well, um, it's not a sex thing. <laughs> it's not a sex thing, Lynn. <laughs> You're the pet. You should. Oh, I, you know, at some point, I should say, play out all the voice notes that you and Adam send to each other because they're fucking hilarious. Um, me and Adam? Yeah. What are you on about? When, don't freak me out. You know when you and Adam respond to each other when oh, I'm no yes when me and you when me and you are communicating then I'm driving so Adam takes charge and then you're Adam of... takes charge <laughs> fucking hell ah! get a room of the phone and then you <laughs> respond and you're like hi Adam I do have time actually to listen to this <laughs> yeah show. yeah yeah I thought I was being gaslit no I enjoyed that. okay so this. Uh, is a is a fun little story that I have, and okay. it actually reminded me of you. Oh God! No, listen. I was thirteen when I had my first pumpkin spice latte. Oh, a thirteen. Thirteen. Dad had taken me to Starbucks on the way to school, and as soon as we walked in, I saw their poster advertising the drink. Everything about the ad screamed warmth. The mug at showcase was a gentle beige, contrasting sweetly against the light brown wood of the table on which it sat, surrounded by artistically placed autumn leaves and festive gourds. The contents of the mug were centred in the image, showing off the perfect dollop of creamy foam with caramelly tints of espresso running through it. Mm, Lovely. Caramelly. It called to me. I eschewed my normal caramel macchiato, because you have that, don't you? I do, yeah. And requested a grande pumpkin spice latte. I waited anxiously with Dad by my side. He sipped his black coffee and suggested we sit down for a while. We were running early for once. I sat shaking my leg with anticipatory excitement. (laughs) This is me shaking my leg. (laughs) This This is is me in anticipatory excitement. (laughs) You look like you're off your head at a festival with your jacket on. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Big fish, little fish. Techno, techno. Yeah. Like Fred and Ben. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, That day, though, gripping the... Gripping? No, sorry. The cafe smelled differently that day. I'd grown accustomed to the thick, imposing aroma of dark roasted coffee and the occasional hint of sweetness as a customer's blueberry muffin was toasted. That day, though, gripping the reins of the dark roast and riding it to a new and alluring place was something else. Something exotic. I nearly said erotic. (laughs) Well, the way you're reading it sounds like an erotic story. Something exotic. Um, my head swam as I realised the exotic smell was, in fact, the spicy melange. Oh. Is that was that spicy the word? Spicy melange. melange. Let's bet not the spicy melange. Um, oh, that was a Kardashian's reference. Um, of ingredients within a pumpkin spice latte, the same pumpkin, 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 the same pumpkin, come again, the same pumpkin spice latte I'd soon taste. 
and what felt like an eternity, my order was ready. Alexander, the barista, waved me over. I did my best to avoid sprinting, but my rush was obvious. Easy, princess, Dad called. I slowed down and giggled. <laughs> I was his princess. Oh, for fuck's no, it's sake. gross, isn't it? I reached the counter and accepted my drink. In the tiny mouth of the lid, I could see the sprinkled spices adorning the cap of warm foam. With my eyes closed, I inhaled the steam rising from the hole. This <laughs> does this put your pumpkin spice? Yeah, this is all vile. The scent was an embrace from a ghost, a non-corporeal expression of love and comfort. I don't know what that means. The first sip was transcendental. At that moment, is this I an advert for Starbucks? <laughs> Could be. I feel like you, you haven't told me that we're getting sponsored by them. <laughs> no, you a my surprise. <laughs> and I'm like, surprise! <laughs> I found my mood better than it had ever been in my short life, and I knew, uh, I never knew it was so easy to be happy. At 6.51 on December 1st, 2005, Dad and I walked into Starbucks. At 6.52 on December 1st, 2005, my happiness was torn from my chest. The pumpkin spice latte was a limited product. Alexander told me he'd be back just in time for fall next year. Bob. And then asked me if I'd like to go back to my caramel macchiato. <laughs> my and tomed in disbelief and disappointment, <laughs> nodded. This is all a coffee advert so far. When is it getting spooky? It's, it's good. It's, mm, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll keep you posted. Keep you posted on it. The following days were a blur of... This just made me laugh. Um, the following days were a blur of greys. My vivacity had been strangled. Dad would ask over and over what he could do to make his princess happy. And I didn't need to tell him, though. He knew and there was nothing he could do about it. Surely you could just make a... <laughs> yeah, come on, Dad. December slouched towards Christmas, a holiday I'd always loved. Not anymore, no, not anymore though. Not now I'd seen that the world through a lens of happiness and warmth. Nothing looked the same without it. Oh, Quite the contrary, it all looked fake. Vulgar. <laughs> when I closed my eyes on Christmas Eve, I prayed for Santa to bring me blindness or death. God, this sounds like Patricia as a child. On Christmas morning, I woke up to Dad standing next to my bed. That was a little tradition he and I had. Before Mum passed away, they'd both come up and shake me awake and carry me downstairs to see what Santa had bought me. Mm. Now, though it was just the two of us, he wanted to keep the tradition going. I'm sorry, but like a 40-year-old man carrying a 13-year-old down the stairs is really <laughs> weird. Yeah, she's probably still breastfeeding. <laughs> From a dad. <laughs> From a dad. <laughs> Suckle on those titties, Dad. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I've never been more... I, d I don't like Christmas anymore. No, Christmas is cancelled. Dad held my... Oh, no, sorry. He's not, <laughs> not going to carry it. Dad held my hand and we headed down the steps. Tears had started to flow without my knowing. We reached the Christmas tree in the living room and only one present stood underneath. Oh, it's a big cup of fucking pumpkin spice. It was small and wrapped with bright green paper. I sat cross-legged under the tree and tore the paper away and my soft weeping grew into pitiful bleating. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. <laughs> Why would you do this? I whispered to Dad. In my lap, beneath the shiny torn paper, was a cheery autumnal Starbucks mug. The same Stop one from the poster I'd seen on that transformative day. Mm -hmm. Come with me, princess. That's it. This feels horrible that I'm still sipping my bucket. Is that a pumpkin spice? No, they don't do it at Christmas. What? I'm actually Devo. Oh, do they not? No, it's a it's Oh, a, so it's this is accurate then? It is accurate. I'm actually... Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I, those chocolate chocolate oranges, they're the ones that I fucking want. They're amazing. Chocolate oranges? Chocolate orange. What are you on about? Chocolate orange drinks. At Starbucks? Oh, is it Costa, maybe? Either one of you, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> we're here okay, for carry you. carry on. 
I obeyed and rose to my feet, following his long stride out of the living room, down the kitchen, all the way and into the kitchen. Dad looked into my misty eyes and whispered, Merry Christmas, sweetheart. He opened the cellar door. A faint but exquisite aroma entered me. In my surprise, I nearly dropped my present. Why don't you go and see what Santa bought you? Dad suggested. I ran down the 14 steps with the same enthusiasm I had when I ran to Starbucks to receive my first pumpkin spice latte. This time, Dad didn't tell me to slow down. I reached the bottom, turned the corner, and there, on a makeshift bar, was a new espresso machine. I gasped. Behind the bar, manning the machine, was Alexander, the barista. He smiled and stared wide-eyed as Dad reached the bottom of the stairs and placed himself by my side. Go ahead, Princess. Tell the nice man what you'd like. My voice quivered at first, but I finished my request with enthusiasm and strength. (coughs) (laughs) (coughs) He's he's (coughs) sorry. He's kidnapped the barista. He's kidnapped the barista. Hang on. (coughs) Oh fuck! A Christmas kidnapping. Okay. A Christmas kidnapping. Alexander, still smiling, nodded. He began to work. Work. He began to work. (laughs) Work. Warm milk joined the espresso in the mug, followed by a generous dollop of ethereal foam. Then Alexander pitched up a large shaker. I knew what he had inside. With three expert shakes, a pixie dusting and pumpkin spice kissed the foamy head of the latte. This is absolutely grotesque. I took the mug from Alexander's hand and thanked him. I noticed for the first time, (laughs) he didn't have any legs. What? (laughs) It was strapped to a rolling stool. Doesn't have any legs. So hang on, who's the poor twat who's been... Alexander the barista has been kidnapped from Starbucks (laughs) and put inside... So little princess can have her pumpkin spice. (laughs) Exactly that. For the first time I noticed he didn't have any legs and was strapped to a rolling stool. I'm sorry about your accident, Alexander. I smiled with sincerity. He didn't say anything but kept smiling. I saw a small cut in his neck and wondered if the accident had made it so he couldn't talk anymore. (gasps) Merry Christmas! I told him. He stared at Dad. I took a sip from the mug and for the first time in nearly a month it felt like I could see colour again. The world felt right and I was happy. My tears were drying as I took Dad's hand. We turned the corner and headed up the steps. We reached the landing and Dad turned off the basement light. He always hated to waste electricity. You can have one every morning now, Princess, Dad informed me. As long as I'm around, I'll make sure you get whatever you need. He was right too. Things have been wonderful ever since. (laughs) Well, you know what? At least it's just the pumpkin spice latte that. So he's been kidnapped to make pumpkin spice lattes every day for the rest of his goddamn life. Wow! So his legs are just legs are lopped off. I don't know whether it's from the knee or the or the or the or the thigh. (laughs) I imagine it's a thigh, and he's like now placed on top of the rolling chair. Fucking hell! And now he's like a bit robotic because he's smiling. Yeah. Wow. No voice. A little Frankenstein. A yeah. Bucky, um, Bucky not, not really a ghost, but, Love it. you know. This is called I Hate My Little Brother. I hate my brother. When I was four, I asked for a brother or sister for Christmas one year. Mum and Dad had said that, no, it didn't work that way. I was to be the only special little guy. But then two years later, they changed their minds. And so did I. I remember when mum told me we sat alone in my room and she cried, telling me how she loved me, but that soon I would have a little brother. I was so angry, I couldn't speak. I started throwing my toys. Hello? 
I'm just checking to see, to see what we can do for this game. Okay. Carry on. Um, <clears throat> my mum screamed, begging me to stop until a plastic truck I hurled hit her so hard that it split her forehead open. She ran from my room, bawling. I sat in my room alone, seething the rest of the night. It felt like after that conversation, my parents couldn't care less about me. Dad and Mum prepared for my little brother's arrival. I watched silently, hatefully from the corner of what used to be my nursery as they prepared for it with a new arrival. When they weren't looking, I would undo their work. I tore the wallpaper down. I snapped bars off the crib. But everything I did, they repaired. This guy seems to need a pumpkin spice latte. Mm. Jesus fucking wept. Um... They cried, they held each other, but they went on with their plans for my brother. <coughs> I raged. Right before he was born, my dad came into my room, sat down and begged me to give him a chance to welcome him into the family. Like before, my anger took over me. However, unlike mum, dad looked less scared and more sad as I raged, hurling toys, eventually breaking a window. As my tantrum subsided, he sighed, stood up and left the room. Something bothered me about the way he looked into my room as he closed the door behind him. I sat on my bed all afternoon, furious. Hours later, still angry, I heard voices downstairs. Curious, I left my room. I saw mum and dad in the living room talking to a man wearing almost all black. I noticed something funny around his neck. Something white. I couldn't quite understand what they were talking about. What's an exorcism? Oh, the end. fuck! You're getting shafted, mate. Yeah, you're, you're getting exorcised. You're getting fucking exorcised. Yeah, he sounded like a bit of a prick, so. <clears throat> um, also, uh, would you like a story my, my mate has sent Let's it? do it. This is, um, this is from a mate, Lee. So shall I just play it into the um, Go ahead. Thing? Okay. <clears throat> Um, so when I was younger, I loved playing pranks on people. So I used to prank my mum and dad all the time and like phone them up and do weird voices and stuff. But one day I was in my friend Claire's house and um, she was my next door neighbour. And we were like doing all our prank calls and I decided to call my mum and dad. Um, this time, for some reason, I did like a really kind of low, weird voice and said like, well, I'm going to kill you. I mean, that's not very nice prank, but that's what I did. <laughs> um, and my dad was I'm gonna like, I'm going to call the police. It's not funny. Um, and, I, and I said, it's Christopher. He's like, Christopher who? And I said, Christopher Thornton. Um, just a name I made up in my head. Um, and then my dad was like, wait, no, no, that's not cool. That's not cool at all. Uh, and like hung up. So... I was, I said to Claire, my dad acted really weird there, like he seemed genuinely scared. I think we need to go and tell him that it was just us. Um, so then I went across the road to my mum and dad's house and I was like, dad, that was just me. Um, and he was like, well, it's not funny to say that name, um, Thornton, because you know that uh, Christopher Thornton uh, hung himself in that house. And I did not know that. And then Claire was like, actually, your dad's right, because we get um, letters for the Thorntons all the time. Um, so it turns out I just said the name of a guy who hung himself in Claire's house. Ah, so scary. There you go. Oh. And she had no idea. She well, just plucked it out of nowhere. 
I would play devil's advocate. Yes. And say that if there are letters there, there are things around, you know, there's a very good chance that she could have seen it. That's so Danny Robbins of you. I know, but I do have to. you actually to. believe that? Because she I was young. Well, no, you don't look at your, I kind like, of do think your friend's parents' letters. You're not looking at that. Hmm. What do you think then? The ghost. I don't know. I, I mean, I just kind of think it was a really bizarre it is. It was a very big coincidence, yeah. But that's fucking horrible. That's gross, yeah. And if it isn't a coincidence and it's something paranormal, the fact that she said his name. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. <gasps> Lee. Great maybe, story, maybe, Lee. Thank you so much, Lee. Maybe um, Christopher Thornton was possessing her for that very moment. Yeah. That's yeah. that, isn't it? Where, is Claire there? Is Claire still there at that house? Like Claire, let us know. Christopher Thornton, shall we try and contact him now via seance? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? Um, why would he be in Vauxhall? Don't know. Who knows? I think Lee grew up in Paisley, but um, I don't, whether Christopher's migrated down here, well, maybe we'll find out. Sorry, Lee, if I got that wrong and it's not Paisley. <laughs> I don't think it matters really, does it? Okay, that's worse. Um, <laughs> I'm so confused. My head is fucked. Right, shall we do? A, shall we try and contact Christopher Thornton? Oh, go on then. Go on then. Why not? Okay. Go on then. Um, shall oh. we pop? There you go. We've got this little candle here. Yeah. Put it atop the merry-go-round. Oh, just look at that. Okay. <clears throat> and what we need to do is, I'll close your eyes because I need to read the instructions. So you mm -hmm. close your eyes. We're gonna have a little clear your house. Mm -hmm. Okay, are you there? Yeah. And I want you to try and conjure up all of your spirituality mm. and really... Mm. <laughs> I'm just joking, carry on. I'm not going to do it again. Okay. Okay, now I'm going to Okay. Now I'm gonna start. We welcome any good spirits, i.e. Christopher Thornton, who are near us to join our circle. Please make your presence known. We are reaching... We are reaching out to Mr. Christopher Thornton. You might be from Paisley, but we don't really know. And you could just as easily be from Vauxhall, so we're giving it a bash. Please make your presence known if you are here. Maybe touch the table, move the chair. If you're here, let us know. Do you feel anything, Susie? Hang on, let's, let's just see. you feeling anything? No. No. Brian, Brian are you feeling anything? Nothing. Nothing. No. That's okay. unfortunate. <laughs> Such a little. I'm gonna get that footage Tuesday. and I'm gonna make a gif out of it because she went. Right. Okay, we couldn't contact Christopher Thornton, but thank you, Lee, for sending us that um, <coughs> spooky story. Yeah, a bit of a creep of the week. Um, um, thank you so much, guys. It's been that's awesome. our Christmas special. Merry Christmas, Susie. Merry Christmas, Anna. Um, um, hope you've had the best one ever. You too. And we'll it's going to be you. what 2024 it's going to be. It's going to be mental. Oh. We'll also, by the way, please do have a look on our Instagrams, maybe a website, if we've got one going by then, we do know. We won't. We've got, no, we won't. <laughs> Have a look at Instagram, we've got loads of live dates coming up. Yeah, we do. Very soon, in the February, March kind of time, isn't it? Yeah, February, March, April we've got. February, March, April, we've and got, we're coming to a city near you. Yeah, we are. At some point. So please go have a look, book your tickets, they're very cheap, it's gonna be a great time, and we'll see you there. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm going to make some very posh. Mm, that's me. Mm.